Good morning or good day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give glory to the Almighty God for another wonderful time in His presence. We are continuing in examining the life of the patriarchs and bringing out virtues that will be beneficial to our life. This morning, we continue with Father Joseph. We ended the study of God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob of Israel yesterday. This morning, we continue one with one of the sons of Jacob or Israel called Joseph the Dreamer. In Genesis chapter 37, I want to read from verses 1 to 10. Speaking about Patriarch Joseph, three days will not suffice. He was unique because almost 13 chapters were devoted to his story in the Bible. From Genesis chapter 37 to chapter 50, exception is chapter 38 of Genesis. Almost 13 chapters were used to describe him. This morning we see few things about his life because we still have a lot of fathers and mothers of faith that want to examine their life. Talking about the birth of Joseph and the early part of his life, I want to read Genesis chapter 37 verses 1 to 10. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Beha and with the sons of Sipha and his father's wife. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him, more than all his brethren, they hated him. They could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you this dream which I have dreamt. For behold, there were binding shelves in the field. And lo, my shelf arose, and stood upright, and behold, your shelves too round about, and made obeisance to my shelf. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me, and told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is the dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come now to bow down ourselves unto thee to the earth? That is the story of the life of Joseph. In the early beginning, his death and his childhood development. Joseph's story reveals how Jacob's descendant became a nation that lived in Egypt. The section of Genesis not only prepares us 
for the narrative of the Exodus is also highlight the loyalty that Joseph showed towards his God and the many ways by which God protected and directed his life for the good of others. It highlighted the loyalty that Joseph showed towards his God. Joseph's dream did not just come to pass. Joseph has his own part to play. Those good dreams and revelations, the prophecy that have been spoken to you or dreams you have, will not just come to pass automatically. God has shown you a glorious future. You have a role to play. You must be loyal. You must be honest. You must be faithful. Joseph's story emphasizes the truth that through, though the righteous may suffer in an evil and unjust world, ultimately God's purpose for the righteous will triumph. If you are righteous, you may suffer, you may go through some ordeals in life, but if you are faithful, the plan and purpose of God will surely come to pass in your life. The trial of Joseph, just like Jesus, Joseph had his trial. But like other patriarchs mentioned earlier, he never failed. To emerge a good leader in life, you must pay the price of preparation. Joseph spent 13 years in preparation for leadership position that God had for him. Phase one of his development was a, a phase of, of unknown. Relating dreams to those who waited him. Genesis 37, verse 4. Face of unknown. Face one was a young lad. He knew not the implication of what he was saying. He was all relating the dream. He never understood what would come out of it. God is just bringing out the leadership trait in him. That's 7, verse 4. And his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren. They hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. To emerge a good leader in life, you must pay the price of preparation. He spent 13 years preparing, preparing for position of leadership. That's development stages, their processes. Phase two of his leadership development. After he was sold into slavery in Egypt, he began to learn what he did not know in life. It was when he got into the prison. Certain things, lessons he needed to know. Now going through that school. That leadership is difficult and it carries huge weight of responsibility. He never knew that one. Just as many of us do not know it, when many are elected to the mission of deacon, deaconess, evangelist, or pastor, or overseer of ministry, people celebrate it. They cook food, they dance, they rejoice, bring people, bring their friends and relatives. It's an opportunity to make money in some churches. It's a big celebration. Some go as far as killing cows in order to entertain its visitor. And the church use the opportunity to amass wealth, to make money, to do launching make pledges, but little do we know that leadership position is difficult and it carries huge weight of responsibility. Part of what you need to learn as a leader, you learn betrayer in the house of Potiphar. He was implicated. 
He learned about relationship. He learned about characters of people at Potiphar's house. His character was molded there. He developed patience and humility while there. His preparation where rearing the sheep of his father also too was a training for leadership. Phase three of his leadership training when Pharaoh promoted him to the second in rank in Egypt at age 30. He succeeded because he had paid the price for 13 good years. Most time we rush into one thing or the other. We did not take time to get ourselves prepared. 13 good years. For Jesus as the Savior, for about 29 years, he was going through one thing or the other. The Bible was silent about it before he became a leader that the world revered. What about Moses? For 79 years, he was undergoing tutelage. Finally, phase four, the final fulfillment of his life purpose, the execution of wisdom in Egypt, to distribute food, to make money, to control crowd, etc. Some individuals never discovered the law of process. Once they had the dream or of who they want to be in life, or once they have money, they move into a leadership position. A dream or a prophecy does not, does not qualify you to lead immediately. There is preparation time, development processes to become a leader. Sometimes under a mentor, sometimes under a tutor. Yourself grew from parents' tutelage to the pit, from the pit to the hand of Ishmaelite tradesmen. From there, move to Potiphar's training in the house of Potiphar. From there, he had prison experience before he got to the palace. God had prepared him properly. How many youth, how many young men or women and wait to get prepared? Those who are graduating, working for one, two years and starting our own. There are still a lot we need to learn. Those who are also in spiritual leadership, thickens and thicknesses and have one gift or the other, we want to be a general overseer. There yeah, are processes. Sometimes God may allow suffering. From Joseph, we understand that sometimes God uses adverse circumstances to work in all things for good for those who love Him. According to Romans 8.28, all things work together for good to those that love God. God may allow suffering because of the evil action of fellow humans, just as his brothers. Just as many companies are burnt now, presently in Nigeria, many companies have been burnt down and shops were looted. Not through those who are doing peaceful protests, but through hoodlums. Even though God can supersede such deed, God can stop them so as to work out his will. But sometimes, God is just silent. He allowed the suffering do the evil action of others. Believers also suffer. But like Joseph walked walk through the sins of his brothers to preserve life. Brothers committed their sin, but God used it to preserve his life. As he told them in Genesis 45, verse 5, 
Genesis 45, reading verse 5. Joseph said, Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourself, that you sold me either. For God did send me before you to preserve life. God did send me before you to preserve life. And Genesis 50, verse 20. Joseph also said, But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass as it is easy to save much people alive. They had evil intention, but God turned it to good. I pray for you this morning. Every evil intention people have against you, God will turn it to good for you in Jesus' name. Joseph's story is a, was a good example for us. Young children, teenagers, young men and others, they are fearing God and walking righteousness can make God turn adverse situations to a joyful and productive one for you. Give your life to God. Surrender yourself to Jesus. Be born again. Continue to serve God in righteousness. And very soon, every adverse situation you are facing will turn to promotion for you. Good morning. God bless you.